Good morning. This is T Doodler. Thank you for joining me. So to jump right into my thinking for starting this, I have a lot of thoughts I want to share with you. Starting with Instagram. I post on Instagram almost every single day and I get a lot of messages and comments from people saying that what I do helps them. So I was thinking if that helps them, maybe someone will find comfort from me in this medium. So here we go. Uh, following that thought, this is gonna be a sloppy, rough around the edges, not too polished type of thing where I'm gonna talk for 15 to 20 minutes. Why would you listen to this? Well, I have some thoughts. So I listened to comedian Nikki Glaser on her podcast and she just shares her stream of thinking. And it's been very relaxing for me, almost like ASMR videos on YouTube, just listening to someone kind of talk about their day and what's going on. And I think we have a starting place with that where you may be looking for help or support or just someone who understands what it's like to stop drinking. And that's something I've done. I'm one year, nine months, and three days alcohol-free. And so you might relate to that. I don't know. Um, but it's something that I'm proud of. And I know it takes effort and it takes a lot of different things for me at least. I'm not in a program. Oh, I wanted to make a note about that, that this is going to be maybe for the people who are a little bit outside of the box that they've tried AAA. Whoa, I have that in mind because I just signed up for a triple A membership. <laughs> maybe that's why the program hasn't been working for me. I've been showing up to the triple A offices. Well, um, you know what I mean, I guess, like. I never really felt like I fit into any box or I'm just too stubborn to and I need to do things my own way. That's why I started doodling on Instagram. And also I'm someone who gets what I think of as recovery fatigue where I need this community and I thrive in it, but I get so sick of it. And I've heard that um, from a lot of people that, you know, you know, oh, I think Holly Whitaker even messaged with me or I read her post and I just fabricated a friendship with her. <laughs> but I think she said like she can't even hear the word recovery sometimes. And so that's kind of a part of what I want to do. Um, I want to serve the people who need something kind of on the outside while also serving the, towards the goal of improving your life a little bit to the point where you can manage it. I mean, I'm not a professional, but if you're sober curious or newly sober or long-term sober and you just want some new content, that's what I'll be doing. And I'll be doing so completely ad-free because I'm doing this uh, by the seam of my pants and just seeing what I create. And so no ads and it won't be a fussy podcast in any sense of the way. I'm going to try to be quick and okay. This part of the podcast, I don't like, what else can I talk about? Um, oh, this is the other big reason why I think I should do this. So my therapist and I both agree, um, 
you're going to hear a lot about my therapist probably. Free therapy for you. Um, unlicensed therapy through me from someone with their license. Does that sound good? Does that sound legal? Probably not. Any disclaimers should go here. Um, so my therapist and I agree that I create narratives in my head and I'm a storyteller and for example, I'll say things like, this podcast is so stupid and no one's going to listen to it. You sound really gay and flamboyant and you should delete it and never do this again. And you should start apologizing now if you do keep recording. So that's just a sample of the narrative I share. And I think someone out there could benefit from listening to me because you are probably storytelling too. And this is why we love reality TV and just listening to YouTubers or whatever it is, because you kind of get to see their thinking. And when you see someone else get into storytelling mode, you get to be more objective and say, well, that's not true. I'm watching you become fixated on something. And then in turn, you can look in the mirror and say, Maybe I'm storytelling too. And so that's why you're going to fall in love with this podcast. Um, I typed on my notes app that I'm funny. <laughs> and then I typed, not now because I'm so nervous, but eventually I'll get there if you give it a chance. <laughs> um, so that's kind of where I wanted to start with what my intentions are for this podcast. And I think I was pretty straightforward with it all. I'm going to work on my up speak. I know that I talk as if I'm always asking a question. Am I doing it right now? I'm trying to be a little bit more monotone. But you also don't want to be monotone on a podcast because you need to keep the audience's attention. And uh, if you're listening this far along, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And we're already in this together. You're invested. I'm going to talk about um, a lot of big things that have happened in my life and the everyday nuances that get me through. I just made that up. That sounds pretty good. Um, so I've been through a lot in my life. Uh, my parents divorced when I was in middle school. Uh, addiction runs rampant in my family. I'm in the education sector, so any teachers out there looking for kind of someone to relate to? I know a lot of people, a lot of moms have made the observation that teacher drinking culture is very similar to mommy wine culture. And nurses have also reached out to me saying that nurses are treated like teachers, treated like mothers, where a majority of women. This is from Celia. Hi, Celia. You're not going to listen to this, but uh, we connected through Instagram. You're a nurse and you pointed out that these professions are majority female driven. So we have a lot in common. Uh, gay men have a lot in common with women. Um, I Wow. Okay. Um, I also wrote down that I grew up having a speech impediment, and so doing something like this is kind of a lovely moment for me, because when I grew up, I used to say, 
I couldn't pronounce my R's or L's. So I used to say things like wee wee instead of really. And um, so if I make mistakes, don't bully me. Oh, that's out. Oh, that might be uh, kind of the perfect way to end this. I am open to no criticism. I do this for free. I post on Instagram for free. My goal was to always be ad free, always uh, to kind of remain true to what I'm doing and to use this just as an expression, a vent spot, just kind of real. And so, I mean, where was I going with this? Oh, zero criticism. And my policy is going to be that I am open to zero negative criticism. And in turn, I will give you negative criticism. Zero negative criticism. So like live and let live, yo. Um, but if you've made it this far, congratulations. Actually, if you're the first person to get to this point, send me a DM and I'll figure some way to pay you. <laughs> Isn't that like the opposite of an advertisement? It's like, I'll give you $5 if you listen this far and you're the first person to send me a DM on Instagram. Um, is this a marketing ploy? What do you, is this an MLM, um, a multi-level marketing campaign? Did you just get sucked into something like that and now you have to sell soap? Um, God, I've been going through a lot of soap during COVID-19. Um, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're staying sane. Uh, this is gonna get better, maybe. It might get worse before it gets better. And then uh, we'll go from there. So today is Wednesday. That's our starting point. I'm gonna try to post this today. Um, if you like this, I am open to hearing that you like it. I wanna be someone that you can trust in this medium and someone that's going to be consistent because when I stopped drinking, I relied so, so heavily on Trisha from Recovery Happy Hour. Um, and if you listen to my episode, I forget which one it is. It might be, if you look for the Tea Doodler episode on Recovery app, Happy Hour, I talk about um, how much her podcast helped me getting sober and I relied on it coming out every single Tuesday morning and it was getting me through those early days. And then there was a day where I didn't see it in my queue that first thing Tuesday morning. And that inspired me to start the Instagram that I have because I know it, it was a big lesson about looking inward and doing things for myself and being that person that I can trust on my own, which was a huge moment for me. And so now I have my account that I turn to when I need expression and, or to express myself. And now I can have this. And so my goal is that, I don't know, maybe someone out there is going to turn to this and just say like, oh, this tea doodler person makes kind of amateur looking doodles that I relate to and now they ramble into a podcast and they share their destructive thinking and their thought patterns a little bit about their breakup that they thought was going to ruin their lives. Have you ever had a breakup like that? I'm coming 
out of being super upset about it, but let me tell you, in the middle of the night, around 3 a.m., is when I like to wake up and I get on this merry-go-round of just horrible thinking patterns. So maybe I'll get into that. So if you've had a breakup, I feel for you. If you've been left for a friend (laughs) where your partner falls in love with a mutual friend, I've been there. That's rough. If you've been laid off from your job, I've been there. That is also devastating. (laughs) Um, And I use humor as a coping mechanism, so you'll hear that from me. Uh, Remember when I accidentally called AA triple A? Yeah, that was a moment. Look, we already have inside jokes. Oh my God, that makes me feel really good about that. All right, I didn't think of a sign off for this and I'm not gonna be too ceremonious on this podcast which is just such a benefit. Like, you don't have to worry about an ad coming up. You don't have to worry about um, technical difficulties with just across the board that comes with podcasting because it's just going to be me in my house, usually drinking coffee. I'm drinking coffee out of a green mug. Okay, that's a new tradition I'm going to follow. I'm going to drink it out of this green mug. Um, Oh, I should have started this by also saying that my goal is just for this to be like a, a podcast that you use while you wa- wash your dishes or walk around bopping around the house um, and you need something to kind of fill time, maybe distract you a little bit. Um, did you notice that I was cut off when I started to say wash dishes? That's because um, I had a glitch and I just listened to what I recorded and it sounds like I'm bashing AA and I'm absolutely not. If anything, I really look up to anyone and everyone in the program and know that ultimately it would serve me to go, but right now I need to kind of do my own thing. I'm not drinking, so I feel good about it, but like, honestly, I think everyone would benefit from a program. I respect everyone in AA so much and like I think I've made it this far not drinking because I just get so much advice from everyone in different programs and so I don't want this to ever like prevent someone from going maybe someone listening is going to get me to go and we'll go together and I'll record the whole thing on a podcast just kidding that's not ethical it's just a joke (laughs) Um, also while re-listening, I realized that I said I wasn't going to be ceremonious about this podcast. And then immediately after I said, I'm going to make it a tradition to drink out of a green mug. So I'm (laughs) already exhibiting such, uh, hypocritical, contradictory thinking. And maybe you're doing that today too. Maybe you're thinking in extremes that, you know, you're going to be this way, but you're going to do that. And then you do something different. And so... Let's be okay with that. I mean, we're only human and our humanness is coming out a lot. Thank you, my therapist. Maybe I should give her a fake name so that I can constantly reference her. Um, I don't know. So, all right. Thank you so much for joining me on this uh, experience. I appreciate it so much and um, let me know that you love it and that um, we're friends. So... Thank you, friend. All right. Goodbye. Whoops. I'm editing this after the fact and adding uh, two thoughts. One, 
giving my therapist a fake name is totally stolen from Kate and Jess from uh, Seltzer Squad, um, a fantastic podcast that you are probably already listening to. And I just love that they named their therapist Nance. That's such a good name. So I'm looking for something like that. And then also uh, towards the beginning of this, when I mentioned um, not making money from this, I am in no way uh, taking or giving criticism towards anyone who is making uh, money from creating and supporting recovery because are creating resources uh, to support people in recovery because I saw um, Laura McCowan's tweet, which hits the nail on the head that we pay for everything else. We paid to drink and we pay for things that we care about. I don't even know if I pronounced her name right. Um, but I do want to be as fair and, uh, I guess, um, compassionate here as possible. So I please assume positive intentions with me. I really try my best. And I think the world of the people in this community and have nothing but respect for them. And I'm just so happy that they exist and they help people so much. All right. Thanks for listening. Hey, welcome to my car. We're gonna go get dinner and then we're gonna, ah, the radio is on. We're gonna get dinner and then we're gonna uh, get seltzers because I'm in a fantastic mood. I filed my taxes. I hate doing anything money related and I was uh, cringing the whole time, having a near panic attack that I'm lying to the IRS, that they're gonna catch me even though I don't, I'm, I am not doing anything on purpose. I'm not trying to be fraudulent or deceptive. I um, just, taxes are insane when it's like form 1095A. Oh, we don't collect this anymore, but you qualify for this deductible sign here. And I just, I hate it. And so I'm happy it's done and over with. And then I was, um, thinking about why do I feel such relief that like, I don't know, it felt like someone took a really heavy, um, like itchy wool blanket off of me. And now I'm myself for the first time. And I'm like, oh my goodness, have I been stressed about taxes for the past five months? And then, um, I went to my kitchen and I saw my new calendar hanging on the wall and it's something so small, but it's a tool that's really helping me stay grounded. Like I wrote when taxes were due and when I have therapy. And then I checked my uh, sobriety counter app and I was able to put on the calendar. So this upcoming July 19th, I forget if that's a Saturday or a Sunday. I think it's Sunday. And on this upcoming Sunday, I wrote two years alcohol free and in the kitchen I squealed like genuinely and sincerely and I wanted to talk about that because I don't know if I'm gonna feel this great again so I want to like live in the moment so it's kind of like I'm celebrating two years right now uh, prematurely and that's okay like it's coming up um, I'm really excited about it and I was just this is so morbid but I was like 
I don't have people over my house, but I was thinking, I had a moment of hesitation, like, do I write this on my calendar that like, if I do have a visitor, they're gonna see it. And I really thought if someone comes into my house and murders me, and then like my house becomes a crime, crime scene with like dozens of investigators and then reporters, I want one of the clues to be like, oh my goodness, he was about to celebrate his two years alcohol free. Um, and I say that, to just say, like, I love true crime. I love learning about weird cases and all this stuff. And I don't feel bad or morbid about it, actually. So I have this whole theory. Like, we flock to these true crime podcasts and these shows. And I have a really brilliant thought process behind it. So we're not being, like gossipy or disrespectful to it when we're interested in these uh, stories. In fact, I would say it is a celebration of our lives and we want to know all the possible scenarios and all the possible warning signs to protect ourselves. And um, for a little bit of a comparison or an analogy, picture hens in the hen house. I think that's like a, a saying for like, you know, like women gossiping, like, oh, you're just hens in the hen house. But if you picture hens in a hen house, what would they do? Oh, my friends on bikes. I see them. I'm waving at them. Hey, have a good ride. Uh, oh my goodness. Real life podcasting live. Um, they waved back at me. I promise I have friends in the real world, although you wouldn't really know it um, based on me being alone for five months. So, hens in the hen house, how many times can I say that phrase? Um, basically, if a predator enters the hen house, they all start squawking and communicating with each other. Why? Uh, it's not gossip, it's survival. They are warning each other. They are explaining that something's not right. And that's how I feel about um, our, my obsession with anything true crime related. Like we wanna know um, the characters involved, the warning signs. And so, um, why did I mention this? Oh, because I'm afraid of being murdered in my house. All right, I'm uh, at the place. I am picking up a giant salad with all the premium add-ins and a delicious dessert. And I'm outside the salad place and I am looking inside the pizza place and I don't, I only see, oh, she has long hair. That is not who I had a flirtation with. Um, so, uh pizza guy. Where are you? Where art thou? Okay, I'll be back in a little bit.